What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is the mellowest of MoGraphers, Mr. David Malore. What's up, guys? And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor... Or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas. Check us out on MoGraph.com, YouTube.com slash MoGraph. And if you want to get the info in the live shows, um, which isn't a lot right now, you can go to MoGraph.com slash live. We'll show the uh, shows that are coming up soon. Uh, we are currently trying to start scheduling some more people to do the live shows because we have been on tour and uh, yes. we've got a couple of weeks here of not touring, so I need to get that worked out. Gotten a bunch of feedback saying people really like the um, the panels. At yeah, all, the, the different dates and stuff. And stuff. It's, it's nice. Yeah, I, I tuned um, to a couple. They were yeah. fun. Yeah, it's great uh, to meet local artists around the country. It's great to hear their takes on certain things. And it's interesting to see in different cities how the topics kind of go different directions, too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Ladies and gentlemen... We have a lot to catch up on because uh, it has been how long since we've done a show? It's been a few weeks, yeah. Uh, we had a so, holiday and we've had the the tour and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna dig in because we got we got a bunch of stuff to catch up on. Our our week wrap up might be a little longer than usual here, so mm-hmm. uh, bear with us for a second. And um, the Dallas, Denver, Philly tours are over. We did a week off. We did for the holiday on Monday, mm-hmm. so we are. We're back, and then next week's show is going to be another live show uh, mm-hmm. from the tour that's going to be Dat Nashville on Sunday. Um, you'll probably get that on the audio feed that week, and uh, I have to drive home before I can post it. I'm driving to that one. But, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to listen. If you're in Nashville, mm-hmm. or you want to go to Nashville this mm-hmm. Sunday... Just announcing for the first time, haven't put it on social media yet. Andrew Kramer will be there. Ooh, Andrew Kramer. So if you're in, in Nashville, flesh or in in uh, in AI generated form, <laughs> in the uh, flesh, in the flesh, and I'll have his AI generated form on the website today or tomorrow, <laughs> so you can check it out. Uh, Andrew Kramer is going to be there at, on the panel, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, we were kind of waiting to verify that before we announced it, mm-hmm. so. Nashville peeps, this is your chance. Yeah, come absolutely. and see Andrew Kramer. It's going to be at Vanderbilt this Sunday, and um, I don't know. You know, we've sold some tickets. It's not super packed yet. So if you really want a chance to meet Andrew Kramer and you haven't, this would probably be a good opportunity. And um, also, Seth Worley just uh, confirmed he is going to join us as well because he's a Nashvilleian. He's mm-hmm. in the Nash Vegas, and uh, he's going to be uh, joining us as well. So that'll be a lot of fun. And yeah, I think that's it as far as the tour goes. There are other dates coming. We are just working out our contracts with the venues before we can put those tickets up on sale. Correct. Yeah. Um, so, so these are happening. I know it just says TBD, TBA, whatever on the website. Just bear with us. We had to do some rearranging. We had some cancellations. We had some venues that are just outrageously expensive, and we had to move them. So, uh, 15-inch the, MacBook Air. New announcement. 
Just letting you know. <laughs> Rhett Lewis and Andrew Kramer, is that the guy from Seinfeld? <laughs> Close. Uh, yeah, 15. Wasn't there already a 15-inch MacBook? No. Or no? It's not, not MacBook Air. Air. Yeah, they've always oh, been 13-inch. The oh, that's nice. And they've got a notch at the top, like the phones do, which I think oh. is weird. Does that mean they're bringing uh, iOS to... The, I have no idea. Yeah. A notch? Oh. Yeah. You know, like on the phone, how there's like the a notch up there? Yeah. The circular... Stupid. The capsule notch. It's only on the Macs right oh, now. Boy. They're bringing it to the other ones. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Camp MoGraph. Yes. As well, because the Camp Portal's open. Yes. So for those who uh, have a ticket, uh, make sure and check your email or sign up on our Discord um, and hit us up. I don't think we have it publicly, but if you go to campmograph.com slash portal and then use the password that we sent out to everyone, uh, you'll be able to check it out. Um, it kind of gives you like just some real simple things like, you know, the location of the camp, what you should probably bring. There's a little video that I did, which is silly. And then, um, <laughs> you know, silly. just kind of the ins and outs. It, it'll help, uh, especially uh, people who haven't been to camp before, kind of give people a lay of the land and like what to expect, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm really excited about this year. And I'm really excited about doing the tent camping. Uh, this year because I am tent camping and yep. uh, uh, there we 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 went and visited a few weeks ago uh, after the Denver one I don't even know have we had have we had a show since then since I Denver don't know if we have honestly it's funny so, so yeah we went and visited the camp and it was absolutely awesome I'm so excited about it mm -hmm. um, for this those is the first time are, you were there it was yeah yeah, yeah damn yeah. it new Mac studio <sighs> <laughs> anyway oh uh, it's so funny <laughs> i knew i should have held out i should have held out anyway um if they announce a new macbook pro i'm gonna be mad <laughs> yeah i doubt they will anyway um <laughs> so we went and checked out the camp for those who are tent camping uh uh they do have a few um tent platforms like actual right. wood platforms for people right. to camp mm -hmm. on. There's it's it's very it's a very small amount. Well, it's if only it's like very six or seven, <laughs> um, there's only like six or seven of them. So you know, if you plan on coming to camp and your tent camping and stuff, and you want to try and snag one of those, I would recommend getting there. You know, probably right around noon when we open. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I've been I've been I've been doing some research. You know, as far as like different things, like I've been looking up like small little power generators, ba power batteries, and like you know, like solar panels to like, <laughs> oh my like gosh. super glamp it up, you know, just for fun. <laughs> the solar panels that would be awesome. Yeah, little folding solar panel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, the anchors got these really cool ones that I've been looking oh. at for like, you know, but they're like twenty five hundred bucks or something. Oh, they were showing octane. octane. They're talking about octane in the mm -hmm. that's funny. rendering octane X. That's funny. Mm. Anyway, um, welcome to distracted Mogra. Yeah, constant interruptions <laughs> because of the Apple stream. Welcome to the half watch party. So let's go right. back to Matt pitching a tent. What you got? What you got? <laughs> what? So yeah, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about the uh, 
the place, all the private cabins are really cool too, you know, and like the uh, community cabins are just great. It's an, it's a fantastic facility. So yeah. Um, what else? Sponsors. Um, yes. Well, actually I do want to say we've been, we've been looking at um, the wait list. If you are on the wait list, uh, uh, make sure and, you know, keep an eye on your emails because uh, we may have a few extra tickets that we're going to release um, here soon. So just keep an eye on that. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, uh, big shout out to our sponsors. Um, most importantly, Otoy, who is uh, our global sponsor for the event. Uh, mm-hmm. We're super excited to have them on board. We love Otoy and all that they do and how they support us. Um, thank you so much, Otoy. And then our village sponsors, uh, both Maxon and Spilt. Uh, super excited to have them on board, staying in one of those villages. And um, also Grayscale Gorilla, our gold sponsor. Uh, uh, they are um, they're sponsoring. So their sponsorship is going to be you know, pretty cool. I'm very excited about it. I, I don't know if we should talk about it yet, but I, I have been. Oh, I didn't know that wasn't things. public. What? I didn't know that that wasn't public yet. I mean, I don't know. Is it? I guess we I have no idea. It. I didn't think it was so. A secret. So uh, they are sponsoring a music corner uh, at camp. So mm-hmm. I'm bringing the drum set. And oh, hey, hold on, I got to show you this. Oh gosh! <laughs> By the way, they're they're upgrading the cheese grater to M2. And to uh, pick up a, a new guitar specifically Cinema 4D and Octane know, right music now corner. So. You know, it's a write-off because uh, we're oh, look camp, at that, right? You know, mm-hmm. super pretty. So really excited about that. Very cool. Oh, wait. Apple down. was just showing Cinema 4D and Octane in the new cheese grater. Yeah, they're showing a yeah new Mac Pro or something. But I, I, I don't M2 know. cheese grater. Now, if you want a real computer, you can build it yourself. True. Yeah, we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Did we finish our sponsors? Yeah, we finished the sponsors. I was just okay, talking about good. the music corner. I didn't want to. So, but I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna test everything. I'm bringing the drum set. I'm bringing a bass guitar. Bring a regular guitar. Bring a couple, you know, microphones and a PA unit. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So, if you're just feeling like jamming out, you know, it's gonna be great. So the Mac Pro has six USB C slots in them, the little ones, and a bunch of H like four HDMI's, and then like no USBs. No regular USBs. Good job. Really? That's what it looks like. So stupid. On the cheese um, grater? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, they just one. showed the back of it. Oh, it was six USB-Cs yeah, and four it was, HDMIs. It was two HDMIs and two USBs. Like the regular oh, I didn't see the two was USBs. It? I thought oh, that's okay. what it was. Maybe that was just a... a two HDMI ports, eight Thunderbolt. <clears throat> dual 10 gig Ethernet. Man. But like it's so much. Like, how much is that going to cost? Oh, it's going to be it's at least twenty four or thirty thousand dollars. Twenty four core CPU. That's what I just put in my new machine. And like, I want to know the difference because, like, it's just got to be an ungodly price. The Mac Studio is nineteen ninety nine. So what is the Mac Pro going to be? I'm oh, sure he's going to say. <laughs> what did they say? Cheap seven thousand dollars. Is it seven thousand dollars? Seven thousand dollars. Starting at seven thousand, but six is what I paid for my Mac Studio. I just spent seven thousand dollars. You might be a little behind. I just spent seven thousand dollars. Now I just saw the price. Yeah. Yeah. I just spent seven thousand dollars on a new machine. And on building a new machine, and this was Mm. the 
top of the line and it is definitely better than what Mac's got going on there. It has to be. It's well, got two two forty nineties in it, right? Yes, but you also have to look at it this way. You're building it yourself, you know? You're building know, this machine. If you were to go to a company like Puget or something like that, it would cost you the same amount of money. You know? Um, it's only because you have this specialization of being able to build a computer and, you know, you're picking out the stuff and you're doing all yeah. the work yourself. The labor, yeah. You but, know? But just and for, you're taking for a Mac? The, 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 you're taking the uh, responsibility of if something goes wrong. Well, you know? yeah, that's true. But the thing is, like, you can't upgrade it. You can't change anything. You can't I mean, they were just anything. showing that you it's can't... got some expansion sl- slots and stuff like that. Or, so, you know, some... Uh, PCI expl- expansion yeah. slot. I mean, the number one thing is you don't have an NVIDIA card in it, you know? Yeah, but, like, I just... honestly, the NVIDIA card doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't. Because you can run... Mm-hmm. I can run Octane. I can run Redshift. I can run any any GPU render that I need on my Mac Studio. But is it, it as fast, is... is my question. Yeah. As fast. It's, it's about equal fast. to, like, a 3070, you know, on this one. Who knows what it's going to be on that. Mm-hmm. Says Octane's mm-hmm. three times faster now. You know? Yeah, but I don't know what that means. Yeah. You know, the problem is we don't have good benches between the two. And there, can you there, network render no to the to a PC yet? There's there's zero benchmarks for the the Mac. Uh there's no octane bench for the Mac, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, you know? this is funny. So so Khan's just said it's it's just adult Legos. I literally said that last night. I was sitting mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. next to the giant stack of unfinished Lego projects. Uh, that yeah. my daughter is doing, working on my build. And I said, you got to check this out. It's like adult Legos. Mm-hmm. But, okay, here's what I put in my machine. I'm going to tell you. This is interesting. Yes. I did a lot of research. Gurnge helped me a bit. I only had one issue. It, you know, here's the thing. Every time I've built a computer, there's been issues. Or I have to order another part or something like that. And I had some problems. I got scammed on Amazon twice. <laughs> <laughs> trying trying to get a CPU because they wouldn't take down this store that was selling uh, these. Um, this is what I got instead of a six hundred dollar uh, CPU was a lens cover, and it happened twice. And they were trying to and tell me everyone that it wasn't their a scam. Reviews was saying, "Yeah, oh, I got a lens cover." Well, here's the problem: is that this happened to us before with yours that came to my house. It was mm-hmm. missing from the box. Yeah, You know, and this was on a Ryzen years ago. So it happened again, and I assumed it was the same thing, is that someone in fulfillment yanked the thing and just did the old switcheroo. Mm-hmm. The problem was it was actually the seller that was the scam artist, right? Mm-hmm. So when I got this, before I even called and had it replaced, I ordered another one because I needed it right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the same seller. So before they were even able to figure out the scam, I ordered two of these from the same place, right? And then they were allowing them to stay online. And there's hundreds of reviews. And I'm telling them online, look at the hundreds of reviews. And they're like, well, you already returned one this week. So I'm like, but look at the hundreds of reviews saying they got this exact same lens cover. Then he told me, well, we can refund it, but you're going to have to send that back. I'm like, the lens cover? You need me to go to the post office and send this one cent thing The thing that you didn't you. order in the first place. Yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, and... He's like, well, you could print out a shipping label, just put it on the box you had. I'm like, I ripped the box apart because I was so pissed, and I threw it across the room. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so I, I went to Best Buy, and I got it. But here's the thing. I9 
13900K 24 core processor, right? The motherboard I got solid. I'm so happy with this. I was looking at a different one and Gurns is like, <laughs> exactly. no, you need to get this one. Uh, you have to get a uh, y- you you have to get the right kind of PCI, but this has PCI five two PCI five slots. Even though online it says it doesn't. Uh, if you I don't know what that part means. picker, explain to me what that is. It's 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 what you want to put your forty nineties in, basically, okay. right? You want to have this fast PCI five lane, but most of them will have like one, or they'll have two, but they're too close. You know, and then the other ones are like different. This has actually two, and even if you go to PC Part Picker, it says, "Well, that won't work. It only has one slot. Mm-hmm. It has two. The uh, mm-hmm. PCI 5.0 16 lane or whatever, right? So yeah. it has those. The problem, my only problem, was that the the slot was just low enough to where I I have like one half an inch missing for this card to fit it won't fit after all that everything else went well everything else worked i had hiccups and whatnot but i didn't have to order any extra parts i didn't have to go to the store like it was it posted the first time i i turned it on wait so like it's got a pci slot it's just is the case too small it's just that it gets it touches the bottom of the case and it would be fine if i could bring it up one slot Oh, but I can't. But or you, but you could just get another case, though, couldn't you? I could get an entire new okay. case, take it all out, unwire everything I wired. Yeah. But the other thing is, in the future, like later this year, once I got it running, I was going to water cool it, and that would take it down to two slots. So I'm like, right. do I put it in another case for now, or do I just run the one card uh, for like a month until I can get around to outfitting it? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's. I would like to have it working because I'm working on a lot of projects. Uh, but it's it's interesting how much it changes over the years. The the one that I'm building now, um, not only is it fast as hell, the memory's fast as hell. Um, but I'm learning a lot more about power and stuff. And and a lot of the pieces are changing. You know, you used to have to have all of those crazy cables and the Y splitter now to go into the 4090. Yeah. But you can get a power supply that has those PCI. Uh, PCIe 5 connectors mm, direct cool. power connectors so it's one connector that's going How much was your was your the, uh, was your power supply the power supply was pretty spendy because I got that it, and it was hard to find too it's a be yeah. quiet and it has um, I mean it was up there it was probably $500 it has yeah. um, those connectors on it for one and it's super quiet but uh, the other thing is it's one of the... It's a 1,600-watt power supply. Right, of course. It has to yeah. be high. But I also went with the titanium-rated one. You know, nice. you're going to get more efficiency and everything else. Uh, what else did I put in there? Is that, is that it? I mean, I got RGB stuff. It's going to be called Pickle Rick. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I name them all after Rick and Morty characters. And this one has the little LCD window over the CPU cooler. Uh, mm-hmm. where you can put whatever you want, so it's going to have the little face of Pickle Rick on it, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but I am super happy with it. Like, it's, like, it the the case, and that's the problem. I got a really great case, and I love the case. It just sucks. Is it going to become your things, main machine? It's going to become my main machine. All right. Yeah, and the other ones are going to become rendered nodes. It's going to be fast AF, so. Nice. Nice. Anywho, mm-hmm. and we'll probably talk about this on a different show sometime but i also got that new sony camera um for project yeah. i'm working on and so spending uh, money left and right right baller <laughs> yeah well it's all business expenses tax write-offs 
It's a yeah. e, it, the the ZV E1 Sony. It is the same as the higher end. It has the same chip as some of the higher end cameras, and people are upset because usually they have market segmentation, right? Like they they try and keep some of the pro features out of the prosumer and consumer stuff, so that you'll you know buy the the nicer ones. But man, mm-hmm. this is this has everything, and people are upset. It's so good. This is the best camera <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's nuts. So. We'll talk about that another time, though. Uh, maybe with Jags or something. So is, is Jags is Jags here? Is he? Oh, in the chat? I don't know. Yeah, it's really nice when you have people like Jags and and Nick and Scott egging you on to spend money. You know, like no, 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 buy this one instead. Well, here's a hundred dollar mic. No, buy the three hundred dollar microphone. Trust me. You know that kind of a thing. Oh, uh, dude, I, I was I was talking to Jags about um, when I was like on the fence about buying. Uh, like the new the new MacBook that came out earlier this year, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "Yeah, you got to like a couple people, not just Jags, but they were all just like, you got to you got to just max out everything, like just go go all in." And I was like, "I don't know if I need right eight terabytes of of disk space, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That, that that seems excessive. Like, Everybody needs eight terabytes of disk space, though. I'm just saying. I think I have eight terabytes <laughs> of disk space. I I went for four because it just will uh. Conditioned me to be better about file management. Yeah, but also have a the little flexibility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the, the the tiniest constraint, like just more like a little guardrail. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about you and your career now, because you know at yeah. some point we're going to get interrupted by the Apple AR. Goggles. Yeah, they're do- they're doing all like iPhone stuff right now. This is yeah, yeah. not not as interesting. Um, so you were on before we were doing like an NAB wrap up. So we didn't really do mm-hmm. like the regular episode with you. We didn't talk about your background and all the things. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning and we'll talk about some of the stuff uh, you're doing and how you arrived here. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how far back do we want to take it? Like, well, let's talk was, about when school I was, and I was kid, <laughs> you know, when you were born, did yeah. you have an Apple pencil in your hand for VR? Um, that was, uh, all, I was with VR goggles on. I, I yeah. might have had some sort of pencil, but it wasn't an Apple branded pencil. Uh, the number two. Yeah, number it, two it, it actually might have been like a couple years later after I was born because I wasn't allowed to play with sharp objects as an infant. <laughs> <laughs> did you um, do art? Did you do a lot of art growing up or anything? Um, or yeah, was that later? Yeah, I, I, I loved art as a kid. Um, I, I have a very fond memory of watching uh, Wallace and Gromit. Like that was mm-hmm. what kind of got me into like art. Cheese Gromit, yeah. you know Gromit. Uh, what is what is the cheese that he wanted? It was Wensleydale. Uh, Wensleydale. So Wensleydale was about the company that made Wensleydale or Wensleydale cheese was about to go out of business until oh. the Wallace and Gromit one came out. Uh, where and they only used Winsleydale because they loved the way it looked when he talked when he said Winsleydale, <laughs> right? And because of that, like their success shot up like exponentially because of it. That's it's so funny. funny. The, the the partnership that no one knew about, <clears throat> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and there was also I forget the the name of the crackers that they used on the show too, but it was like a very distinct like the orange packet with the black label. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say it was called cream crackers or something like that, or that. I don't remember the brand, but I wonder if uh, if they had a similar story. Like the, <laughs> the cracker business was was going under until Wallace kept saying crackers and showing that exact box. Did you try and do any stop animation? 
I by did. that inspiration? Um, yeah, so I didn't have I, my my parents just had like a, a camcorder and I think that since then we've gotten rid of it and so I kind of regret now like not saving those videos but um, it was just like a regular camera so in order to do stop motion on there I would just have to like keep rapidly pressing the record button to turn it on and off yep. just, just to save a yep. frame mm-hmm. and then on top of that because I wasn't using any like video editing I was just whatever I made on the camera I would watch on the camera too yep what I would do is I super janky. <laughs> it was super janky, and I would be trying to like add dialogue to it. So I'd like I say like, yeah. a syllable, and then that's funny. take another frame, and then another I syllable. Want to, you know, my so, camera had audio dub on it, so when you were done, okay. you could do that. Ah, but oh, the problem funny. with doing stop motion with it, and I didn't know at the time, I didn't understand this, but I would see people on TV that could just click and take a, a photo. I didn't realize, oh, that's because yeah. that was like sixteen millimeter. But you would have to wait for the light on the camera to turn on before it was actually recording. So right. when you would do a stop motion, you would hit it, and as soon as you see the light, you'd be like, okay, turn it off. So, like, not every frame of my animation was exactly one frame or one second. They varied. One of, well, if it's very. <laughs> well, if it's very. Yeah. Um, one of the... So I used to work at like a, a crappy post-production house, you know, where anyone from the street could bring in, you know, just videos to get copied to DVD and stuff. And mm-hmm. so one of the one of the best videos I've ever seen in my life. Right. And uh, uh, <clears throat> I I think about this video and I actually quote this video all the time. I think about it all the time. It was just a little kid who was doing these little stop motion, you know, like things with his little characters or whatever. But the kid was so funny. Like he'd do, he'd like, you know, video the, uh, uh, one of the characters and he'd like do the voice of him. And then he'd cut to someone else and he'd do the voice of him and back and forth. And it was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my life. And I really hope that kid went on to something great because he was so funny. <laughs> and that kid is David Malore. <laughs> Here I am. You found me. Now, I animated Micro Machines and Ninja Turtles. What did you animate? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so I didn't really have any anything in particular in, in mind at the time. I remember um, when I was in elementary school, my dad... And I, mostly my dad, built, like, this um, diorama of, like, a blacksmith's house uh, for a, a school project. And so I would use that a lot for a setting. Mm-hmm. And then I think at the time I was also, that was when I started getting really into to Zelda. So I have, like, a little, like, blobby Link character that I would just have around. Um, and just like, oh, he's just hanging around the house or, or doing this or that. Um, so that was what I did when I first started doing it. And then when I got into, I want to, I think it was high school, like early high school. Um, I think that was around the time that Lego Movie Maker came out. Oh, where, do you remember that? It was the whole, it was the whole box set that had like the software, um, like a little like web camera mm-hmm. as well. And I think it was like a, it was like a Spider Man and like, dinosaur city setting uh-huh. and so I would play around with that a bit and then uh, that was like more proper stop motion software so it like 
the, the camera would be on the whole time on the computer and I would just like click a button and it would take a snapshot and then I could dope over it and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So I did that for a bit. Um, and then I remember I, I actually used that for like a school project. Uh, I was on a book report or like it was, it was a book that we were, that we were reading in class and I did like a, a section of it, but like animated it in Legos. And I remember my teacher absolutely loved it. Um, but aside from that, uh, so after high school, went to college, I went to university of Oregon. Uh, first I went to Oregon state and did a year there before transferring to Evo. Oh, what happened? I'm here. I'm here in this show all of a sudden somewhere. Really? Yeah. I don't have it. Probably. That was weird. Did you grow up in Oregon? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was born in Taiwan. Um, Oh really? Yeah. So, so both my parents worked at Nike at the time. And so they, uh, worked at the, the office overseas for a couple of years. And so I was born there, flew back when I was still really, really young. I uh, was pretty much raised here in, in Portland and Beaverton, like this area. Right. Um, do you speak Mandarin at all? No. And, uh, I, 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 from from what I from what I understand, if I wanted dual citizenship, I would have had to do like the the mandatory two years of military or something like that. So, uh, okay. uh, so, yeah, so I'm not a I'm not a dual citizen either. I just mm. I just can say that I was born in Taiwan, and that's about it. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but yeah, so when I got to when I got to college, um, I was doing more. It, it like the first part of the the my time in college was doing mostly just like digital art graphic design not a whole lot of animation there was a couple like video classes that i took mm-hmm. um but didn't get into that uh or didn't do much of that i did like another stop motion project or two at the time um later on i picked up uh do you guys remember combustion from autodesk oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. i did i did that for uh, a film like a film class i did some sort of um like animated text with images and stuff like that uh, then I took an Apple Motion class and used After hmm. Effects instead. Ah, that's right. how I taught myself After Effects. You know, the one thing I still like from Motion that I wish After Effects would do is just indenting layers that make another layer. It's such a simple concept. If you have a layer and you want to put two more layers underneath that do two things, but that top layer also has an object. It's like pre-comping. But it just has a drop down instead, and they're just indented. It's the simplest concept. Adobe, please, please do that. Please. Like yeah. the way Cinema Thank does you. layers, right? Her parenting or whatever. Yes. The hierarchy. Yeah. yeah. The hierarchy. Just a hierarchy yeah. that shows the inside layers of the other. It can still be a pre comp. Just show me underneath so I can make a little change on something without going to another comp. Anyway, mm-hmm. proceed. Sorry. Proceeding. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, I, I was actually going to uh, talk next about the my C4D story. So mm-hmm. after I did those tools, uh, I took a class, a 3D class. Uh, I think it was my senior or junior year of college. And from what I understand, they previously taught Maya. Mm-hmm. But then uh, then one of the teachers heard about a, uh, a certain free program <laughs> and uh, taught taught that instead yeah so that's how i got my start with blender and it was very short-lived because later Which on were you using at the time god it was still like one point something okay. yeah it was still it was still the 1.0 days so it was it was tough to navigate um 
but I did that. I made a couple characters. I wish I actually had some renders that I could put up on screen. <laughs> um, maybe I'll do like a little retrospective thing on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but around that time, I was also playing around with our classroom's uh, mocap studio. Nice. And I did. I did this thing where I, I someone was like dancing, and then I just like attached a bunch of cubes and like other things to make it like a very abstract looking piece mm-hmm. uh, in Blender. And someone, I, I post that on Facebook, and then someone on on there, uh, his name is Brandon Sugiyama. He's a motion designer. He's been doing it for 10 plus years. Uh, now he teaches at SCAD, I think. Cool. And he also mm-hmm. was the, he was also, I think, the motion design lead for the Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, really cool guy. Great stuff. Uh, he asked, did I do this using uh, grayscale, like Cinema 40 or like a grayscale grid tutorial? And I had never heard of either of those things mm-hmm. at <laughs> that time. And so then I started going down that rabbit hole. That's funny. Right. And halfway through that Blender class I was in, I was just doing everything in cinema. And <laughs> was, was like, there was like a notable difference in like how fast I could work and just mm-hmm. the quality that I was putting out. I think I, I think the first tutorial I did from Grayscale Gorilla was it was like the, the white room that had the mirror ball and then there were other balls that would like dynamically like float and crash into it and you could like change the gravity to shoot like mm-hmm choose where they they go so that that was my first project in in cinema and then uh you know graduated from there uh started working at widening kennedy as a junior motion designer and you know was was doing a little i still i still liked blender at the time Uh i don't know i don't know why but i still liked blender but i was still doing more c40 stuff so i was polishing my skills in c40 and blender um, there and After Effects and then worked at another small studio did that for a little bit uh, got familiar with Maya and then that led me to getting a job at Nike for four years nice. so I was doing that I was uh, on like the 3D footwear design team where I would be taking what was essentially napkin sketches from footwear designers and um, or, you know, a little bit more fleshed out than that. Yeah. But uh, taking them and turning them into 3D renders that could then, you know, give a better representation of what the final product would look like and get mm-hmm. more buy-off and, and get things to production faster once, like, the directors approve that stuff. That's cool. Now, what you year was that you were at? I was at Nike from 2014 to 20, 2018. Okay. Yeah. 20. Okay. And were you doing that all in Maya? I was doing, so I started doing that in Maya and then I was starting to push a little bit more like C40 and ZBrush and mm-hmm. uh, Octane near, near the end of it. Um, actually Chad Knight was my, my boss for the last year that I was there. There was like a rework and oh, I didn't funny. leave because of Chad. Chad was awesome. I loved him. Um, but I just wanted to get back more into doing, uh, like actual animation and motion design. So, mm-hmm. I left, worked at another uh, smaller studio for a bit, then I went freelance for a while, and currently I'm back at Wyden Kennedy as a senior motion designer. When were you at Wyden Kennedy the first time? 2012. Yeah, 2012. 2012 through... Like, early 2013. Actually, no. Um, It was... 
it was <clears throat> I think it was just all true well so did I ask you if you know Craig Allen you might have I don't I don't recognize the name he was creative director there 08 through 16 he wrote the I'm on a horse commercial oh okay cool I think we did talk about that last time yeah I couldn't remember but I heard, ooh, I heard you can finally the... fill out PDFs on the iPad oh now. <laughs> Thank God, I was with future distraction. That's the, one thing I, that's the one thing I wanted, and now it's in. It's, right, I'm, I'm right. saying I know. It, well, only if they do <laughs> some really now. cool stuff with the emojis this time, you know, and the avatar stuff that everybody know, like, uses all the time so looks much. Pretty cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's all just stuff you mess around with. Like it's just little. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's continue I want to make on. Emoji signatures before the. Oh my so PBS. you know Blender, you know Cinema 40, and you know Maya. All sort the of, things. Sort C C40 is my my main thing, but like my my current main main thing is uh is VR. So right, right. Okay. I'll, I'll do a lot of my modeling now using Substance Modeler. I'll bring that into ZBrush or just straight into Cinema 40, and that's where I'll like add all my textures and animations, and then hit render in there. Yeah, well, because you're also really big into substance, because yeah. uh, at uh, NAB, didn't you like step in with uh, EJ. EJ and do a bunch of? Oh stuff? yeah, yeah, that that was uh, that was interesting. Um, yeah, so we it was like we we had talked about this a little bit before because he yeah. had mentioned that they wanted EJ to be over there to do like a. Kind of like a help desk type thing, yeah, uh, for substance. And I was like, "Oh, sure, that sounds like a lot of fun." Uh, <laughs> um, what's up, Dan? Um, and then Sonic guy, Sonic <laughs> guy. Uh, it's like an inside joke. Okay, oh, I'd love to be uh, part of one someday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so. Uh, he asked, like, if I wanted to do that. I was like, oh, yeah, sure, that sounds like fun. We can, like, look at Substance Painter and, and Modeler and all that kind of stuff together. Oh, a sushi car. I know. Um, <laughs> piece of candy. Oh, piece of candy. <laughs> Distraction. <laughs> um, and so I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds like fun. So the the day, I think it was the day before... Or the morning of that we were we were supposed to do like the 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 help desk type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I went over there. I was like, "Oh, hey, so do you know where EJ and I are gonna like sit and like talk about substance and all that kind of stuff?" And mm-hmm. it, the the guy that I talked to must not have uh, like known the full story with like the like all the the workstations because he said right. that they didn't have substance installed on any of the computers. Just so stupid. And so I was like. What was the, the what are we doing? So, I text EJ. I, I tell him what's up, and then later on he uh, we're we're both on the show floor, and he's he's over there talking to them, and then he texts me. He's like, "Get over here! They got substance." And I was like, "Okay, I'm coming." <laughs> uh, so, so we basically spent an hour just pulling. So, okay, here was the other thing is that we thought it was going to be just like you know sit at a computer and answer questions that people come by with. We ended up doing a presentation, like just pulling it out of our ass. Like yeah. he was in the middle of like installing cinema on the computer and like getting his license, act- like his personal license activated on there. And then, um, 
like he he did like a, a quick modeling process of like making his uh his pug statue uh-huh. so that was the first i want to say like 20 30 minutes of that and then it was me fumbling through substance painter trying to um to like color that up and i was trying to do like a mossy texture uh-huh. on top of like a rocky sort of texture and it ended up being like this weird like nuclear sludge that was on top of the, <laughs> the pug but uh i mean the same like principles applied so like i was talking about like auto masking and baking in like mesh maps for substance painter to use and it was a lot a lot of the same techniques that i used to texture pretty much all of my stuff for the the endless engines uh thing that i made mm-hmm. and but uh, now you are using um but you're using substance with mm-hmm. vr and that's been the thing lately what have you been you're you're modeling with adobe's products right mm-hmm. yeah and that's a v it's a vr modeling so i don't know i know nothing adobe about this modeler Is adobe it modeler it used right. to be called something else so adobe bottom it was it was called Medium. I think it was it was Oculus Medium, right? Yeah, I yeah. So Oculus Medium. That's right. And and okay. then Adobe bought them, and then it became Adobe Medium. Oh. And then okay. and then Substance Model. Adobe's Adobe Substance Three D Modeler is the full name. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. So okay. say say that ten times fast. Um, that is like the next iteration of right medium like i didn't realize it came from medium because i loved medium mm-hmm. that's, yeah that's, yeah i didn't i didn't know that i i have like a mixed relationship with medium because um like i don't dislike it but just the the interface is something i'm not used to in there so i mm-hmm. I, I i stumble through it a lot um what was your Chris- preferred interface before what were you using in vr i didn't didn't use vr before oh i thought maybe there was something else you were used to i i I had tried so i had tried um i tried medium that was my first vr tool that i tried because i was making stuff for uh, a music video that chris rutledge was working on Mm -hmm. and so i i worked on a scene with him and that was a lot of fun um and i was able to get like some some blobby cars and it was it was perfect for the style Right. There was nothing wrong with like the execution of that, but just like navigating that interface was what kept tripping me up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while Medium is more more fully featured than Modeler, because Modeler is kind of like supposed to be, or I think the intent is it's supposed to be like the next iteration of Medium. Um, I like Modeler because it has a cleaner like UI UX. So when I get in there, I know there's kind of like a back and forth about the fact that there's a lack of layers, I'm not bothered by that because I'm doing everything so like organically and loosey goosey that I'm just like picking a, a like a subtool and modeling that and then pulling back out and then picking another part, modeling that and so on and so forth. So it, it works for for my style of workflow. There's not layers. I thought there were layers. Am I thinking of one of the other tools? <clears throat> there, I mean, there's, there's layers in there's layers on Modeler or uh, in Medium. Uh-huh. Um, and then I've played a little bit with Gravity Sketch, and yeah. uh, and then James Ramirez has turned me on to uh, Quill, so I've been playing around with that a little bit. Quill, yeah, I mean, I played with Quill around the same time. the The problem is, I don't believe there's a version of Quill for the wireless headsets yet, if I'm not mistaken. 
There was one where I... you could have the quill viewer, but you couldn't actually like design anything in it. And or or maybe it's medium I'm thinking of. I don't remember, but either yeah. way, like there's some beautiful like viewers in like the Quest Two. I know that modeler is not on the the Quest Two unless you plug it in. Um, yeah, you got to plug it in. Yeah, I, th- I I know that Quill underwent like new ownership, and so there's like I think there's two versions of Quill on the Oculus Store or the Meta Store or whatever they call it now. Um, so I think one of them is I can't even remember the name, but it's like there's Quill and then there's Quill by by something weird and the one that's, that says it's like it's like quill by someone that's the the latest and greatest one are you taking yes. like are you taking stuff you're making though and and using it on like a regular basis in other projects or is it more of a hobby or a little of both it's a little bit of both um so when i first started doing vr modeling i was just doing it for myself and personal projects but uh, since then, I've used it uh, for for stuff at work. In fact, I can I'll try to pull up a link for that. And uh, by the way, the Endless Engines, were you third place? Fourth place. Fourth place. Fourth place. Yeah. Fourth place. All right, cool. Yeah. What did you win? What did I you won... Win? I won a... Um, it was a year of Max on one. Nice. Um, two hundred dollars to Kaft, which is uh, I think it's like a Turkish clothing company. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they're talking then, about gaming on the Mac, and I just have to giggle. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, the 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 game the game porting kit or something like that. Is that what they're That's doing? That's the other thing, man. Yeah. Like if I if I get one of those, I can't game on it. Hey, this is Dave. I just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor, Otoy, the creators of Render Network and, of course, Octane. But I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs, and we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at MoGraph.com, from this podcast to MoGraph TV to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community-building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store, all thanks to their support. Go check them out at Otoy.com. Now back to the madness. Yeah, but that's when you buy your own separate gaming rig, you know? Uh, Like, I've got a separate gaming rig from the computers, from different from my, separate from my rendering rigs, you know? I have a, I have a gaming rig called a PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? I usually just jump on the Xbox because it's easier, but. Yeah. But yeah, you could play some mad, I don't know, Fortnite. I don't know. Fortnite is is Brandon still in the the chat? He, we've been know. playing Fortnite a bit. Me, oh, really? Brandon, uh, Garrett, uh, Winbush. I've been playing that two uh, weeks ago. Logan, I've been playing that spinoff Fortnite. Yeah, we 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 played a couple times. Uh, right Fortnite now. called uh, uh, the spinoff called uh, Halo. It's got the guy from Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, I've done a, I've done a bit with Fortnite. The guy from Fortnite. Um, um, yeah, so so the clothing gift card, Max on one, and yeah. then there was something else. I, I can't remember. Oh, uh, Kit Bashes. Thank oh, that's right. Yeah. So in I, first I place up. got a Camp MoGraph ticket. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We have them on the list, right, Matt? We have yeah. a re- yeah, 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 Okay, yeah, good, good. <laughs> good. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to, because I'm going to camp as well, so I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. meeting him in person. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I loved that, that video of him realizing he won. Did you watch? I did. Yeah, you see his video? Yeah. yeah, that was great. Cool. I loved that. Great. It was wholesome. Yeah. Very wholesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, so uh, we I have like a ton of tabs pulled up with some of the stuff that you've done. I don't know if you want to go through it a little bit. We can talk sure. about some of these. Yeah. Um, Let's talk. I've got ascending release. Is that right? Oh, that right? yeah. What we got here? That, that was uh, a collaboration that Chad and I did, I think, 20... Actually, that looks very Chad Knight. That's that's just his... That, that's like that, that mesh face mm-hmm. character is his model. And uh, like the, the background, like the, the hills and stuff were his. And then uh, I just put some particle particle effects to it, some camera movements, and then some other like, you know, prisms, this this character that I made in ZBrush and right here. Um that chromatic yeah. aberration though. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the nice little fates chromatic aberration in After Effects where you just take the channels and like shift them slightly. Right. Yeah man, um, you gotta use Red Giant for that now. It's so easy. Yeah, I now I got Max on one now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I, I really do use a lot of Red Giant tools now because it is just so easy to flip over on some of these things. You know what my, my latest one has been, my go-to? Finisher. What's okay. Finisher? You just finisher. throw Finisher on a on a top uh, layer, on a top adjustment layer, and it just, you can, it just adds a little sharpness, contrast, and stuff brings things out a little bit. It just gives it a little pop, as they say, <laughs> you know? Make yeah. Um, also got your, uh, I got your whole Vimeo account up here, but, uh, uh, I got a time-lapse on, uh, one of the, uh, VR things that you did since we're talking about VR stuff. What app is this, uh, that's modeler, the newest version. I haven't played with it yet. looks a little different now. Is it free? No, it's, um, I think there's like a, like a month long trial that you can do through creative cloud and then. There's like there's like the two tiers of Adobe Substance, and I think that Modeler comes with the the top one, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like the thirty something bucks a month extra. But you can also buy it uh, from Steam, like a permanent license. Man, oh, it is okay. kinda... this geometry is so clean. Like I I think back on original medium, I think the little blobs of clay. Yeah. You know, I don't think like about geometry this clean it's very advanced as opposed to what it used to be when i was using it Mm -hmm. and like i'm i'm really just taking a bunch of like simple blobby shapes and just like pushing and pulling it around with like the move tool so that i like to keep my stuff clean that way and then using like boolean tools to make clean cuts and then smoothing the edges uh, the geo is so clean compared to what I remember. Like, and I, I love that you can kind of do like a mography thing with it too. Mm-hmm. Did you did you have those pedals go around like a center point? Yeah. So the set, the there? the center point is just that axis in the middle. Yeah. It's kind of mography, you know. Yeah. Um, but then. Yeah. So this stuff I was actually taking into uh, into Cinema 4D, and this is what I presented my my thing at NAB about my, my actual presentation, not the Adobe one with EJ. <laughs> yeah. So I was talking about how I, I did this time lapse and then I would bring that into Cinema 4D and do some like quick Z remeshing and then uh, a bit of vertex painting just so I could have a little color variation when I was building materials because then those materials uh, would take that 
that gradient map data and have like a very slight tonal shift because I found that as I've been doing more VR stuff, I don't like having uh, just like a single like flat color on it. I like to have like a little bit of a hue shift um, mm-hmm. happening. It just makes it uh makes it pop more. <laughs> that word. Now the the thing you were modeling there was the uh, the toucan. I think I have the toucan up somewhere. I know I saw him earlier. Let's see, where's the uh, toucan? Probably it's on, on Instagram. Instagram. It, it's not on Vimeo. It's on Instagram. Oh, it's on your Instagram. Okay, here. Yeah, there's there the toucan. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so love that. that. One. Yeah, I didn't realize that was done in in uh, modeler. Uh, although you probably showed that at NAB, and I was probably just in the booth distracted. <laughs> yeah what else do i have here uh um, I, I thought i meant more to you yeah well here's your entire <laughs> reel by the way and so uh what else are you doing besides vr on some of these is it just is it vr substance cinema 4d so like that kfc one that that was way before i was using vr so that was all just like box modeling and in, in cinema 4d but mm-hmm. yeah bef- before before jumping into vr i was doing most of my modeling just straight in cinema 4d using mm-hmm. their tools there <clears throat> they they do the job just fine for me uh for the more organic stuff i was using zbrush okay um mm-hmm. but when i when i made the switch to vr that more organic stuff just came so much like quicker because I would do, you know, a little bit of sketching before doing like making my my VR or making my model in cinema, but now I can just do my sketching and my like final modeling all in one program and then bring that over to cinema afterward. Huh. I love this. Man, it's so colorful. Did yeah. we talk about that last I time? Love your characters. About the colors. Thanks. Your colors are amazing. Like, colors. do you do a lot to bring out the colors in post? Like, do I do a I lot do, of post work. Not really. I I do like maybe a little bit of like a levels and curves adjustment, but otherwise, mm-hmm. I try to do all my my color work in in the render, and then I just do like just that little bit of adjustment in After Effects, mm-hmm. and also do like some unsharp masking and and sharpening. Just to Man. just to help it like pop more, especially on a a smaller screen, because like some of those little like details, um, like there's one on Instagram where it's like the little clay triangles where there's all those little like cracks and details of the clay material, and I had to sharpen it just to bring out those details even more, so you could see it on that smaller screen. Mm-hmm. Now, at your jobby job though. Like, is any of this stuff from your jobby job? Are you allowed to show, or, or or is a lot of this personal work or a mix? So it's a mix. Um, so this is the I'll if you want to like start at the beginning, I can kind of like mm-hmm. explain what each one is. Um, so that's my title. That was done by <laughs> me. Um, so personal project. These these first two were personal projects. This is when I was really starting to find my my flow with uh, VR. This was the Endless Engines yeah. challenge. Uh, this was KFC for, like, at Widening Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked with uh, one studio designer to do, he, like, he worked on the storyboard and, like, the, the pattern designs and, like, mm-hmm. the overall look of it. And then I would just translate all that into 3D. So all the 3D work and animation uh, was and rendering was done by me for that project. And that was, like, a month or two long project it was 
super super fun um i loved working hey, on that one kfc does some great yeah stuff. they do yeah yeah what i love is that uh you can't tell the difference between your personal work and you know yeah. your your job work or whatever you know right. it's all it's all very much your style and all very similar but i like this I, one with I the laptop very is, jealous of that is this a commercial right here like this yeah so this is the latest thing that um that neil hilkin and i worked on together at white end okay. um and then had some support from the rest of the team so this was for for hp omen um and this was this was one of the the major projects where i was actually able to use vr to build all of the characters all of the backdrops um the, the whole environment basically was built in vr except for uh like the water was just like a simple plane with a, like a reflective material and then obviously the laptop was just uh like a model that we had for the for the spot Yeah, and then uh, uh, so I mean, we don't have to go do through the do whole a lot thing, of but character stuff as well. Yeah, um, I, I've definitely gotten, I've definitely done more character stuff as of late, especially with the the transition to VR. I find it fun to just like build silly characters in there. Um, do do they um, allow like at work? Do they allow you to like take most of the stuff that you've done and put it on a reel, or do you have to like go through like kind of a system to ask permission? Like, is that yeah so yeah so so i'll have to ask for permission or like the general rule is like if it's if it's been out for if it's like out in public then i just have to ask and if they say yes then that's pretty much the permission i need to share because it's it's all like internal agency work so generally when that is being when that is posted like i'll usually wait until this this the company itself like or till till widen itself like writes up like a a thing talking about what they did for the project and then right at that point it's it's kind of like implied permission i guess to uh i get that yeah but i'll still i'll still do like the the uh the due process of just checking just to make sure that i'm not sure posting anything i'm not not allowed to that's generally what i do is like if if it's online somewhere else it's like okay well they're not hiding it it's not a secret if they've got it posted yeah you know. Yeah, and so and so like for for the the HP thing, like the, it was it was very much that it was like it's online, so I just mm-hmm. had to ask for permission to put it in there. And I love this one here, the uh, falling Zelda. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was fun. Um, so or that fall, was falling. Have you played Tears of the Kingdom? Is that falling? That's falling Link oh, though, yeah. technically, right? Played, Not actually played, Zelda. Yeah. Um, you know, I've played. <laughs> plenty of that game since it came out um i uh i played breath of the wild for about an hour and mm-hmm. i did not like it i'm probably oh, the only really? person in the world who didn't no, like no. the zelda game on the switch and so like i just didn't bother my, my dad loved it he loved it but i just i couldn't get into it like i died too many times because of those big things that shot lasers at you and i was like all right well yes yeah. i'm done yeah. <laughs> uh generally what i've heard is that if you if you liked breath of the wild you will love tears of the kingdom yeah and if you didn't like breath of the wild maybe skip tears of the kingdom yeah yeah but uh for me i loved both games i love tears of the kingdom more than breath of the wild now really uh it just has added so much more uh that the the first game had to offer so it's great 
So did you do this design in VR? So yeah, the the Link character was in VR. Um, the the rocks were. I think the rocks are Quixel. I think they're Quixel rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the background, I just made like a quick like Zelda esque background in a uh, in Mid Journey. Mm-hmm. No, that's funny. And just uh, blurred it out. That's funny. Um, but then the animation was done in Houdini, just using Vellum, just to like make a like a floppy ragdoll right. character, and then just like I had to set up a rig where the camera would follow the character down. And then have like mm-hmm. an offset so I could make it loop almost seamlessly. Um, right. They're adding Zoom to Apple TV so that so you, you can, can make, make calls and FaceTime <laughs> to Apple TV. Hey. Um, right. It's right. funny though because I saw this beforehand and I and it, it reminded me of uh, like apparently there's a. A commercial plane for, first. You got paid for YouTube Premium, bro. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I, I remember this. So this is Falling Girl. It was a flash animation thing where you could drag... I don't know why she's in a bikini. But <laughs> you could drag her around and, like, throw her, and she would bounce and flail using, like, flash dynamics through these uh, different spheres. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, ah, it reminds me of that. It's like Newgrounds.com or something back yeah. in the day. That's is funny. this the prequel to uh, Fall Guys? Huh. Uh, right, I got right. the good bell back. I got the- oh, good. <laughs> Not the crappy Disney yeah. bell. I mean, I have Apple too, but like, yeah. Have they announced their uh, AR headset yet? No. Or they're I not going to. It's coming soon. Wrong? Sorry yeah. if y'all hear my kids screaming and yelling. Because they're excited. Apple, Apple Watch 10, yeah, I guess, it. is the, the next thing that they're talking about. Another yeah. Apple Watch. No, the OS. Oh, not a new Apple Watch. Just the OS. Oh. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. I, you know what I use my Apple Watch for? Telling watch. the time. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh, watch. Yeah. I enjoy like, messages. The notifications are okay, but like. Yeah. I use it as a watch. It's, I do feel naked. I don't have it on right now. I feel naked. Yeah, my, mine's off too. Yeah. Um, Mine is too. I, I get like I get like the tiniest bit of satisfaction when I see the little like fitness ring clothes, but that's yes. like. Yeah, that hasn't happened since NAB. <laughs> well, you know what you do? You just lower your goals. You just lower the goals, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and then you'll feel My good goal about is yourself. To walk 10 steps per day. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You hit your goal, you're always feeling good. I exercised. I'm strong. Um, so, what are you working on next? That is as much as you can say. Yeah, what am I working on next? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a ton, actually. Um, I just got back from a trip last week, and then there's been like a couple little internal projects uh, at work. Uh, not a ton on that front um, that I can talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple like sketches and ideas for for future personal projects, but haven't executed on them yet part of it is just i just haven't found like the the energy or motivation and the other part is that i'm playing zelda for every other hour of the day that i'm not working it's <laughs> funny hey how long did uh the endless machines one take uh take you how long did it take mm. you to do that whole thing endless engines endless engines yeah endless engines uh so i i think i put as like a total of like 80 hours okay on that so uh, as soon as the the announcement went out, um, like that first day, I blocked out my scene 
I knew close to exactly what I wanted to to make as far as like having a motorcycle that like cruises through this sort of coastal town semi-futuristic city mm-hmm. uh, and then from there I was just pulling references online from like uh, Akira Toriyama like the Dragon Ball sure. artist uh, he does like a, a, lot of, a lot of really cool machines and vehicles that have really neat proportions so I really gravitated towards that style and then everything all the models in in that scene are all done in VR including the character and then I was using Mixamo to to rig the character and then some other light rigging for like the motorcycle and stuff like that so all in all like it was a couple hours every other day maybe mm-hmm. I wasn't like super super consistent I think there was even like a whole week where I just hadn't touched it uh, but yeah I was just like a couple hours in the evening would kind of like whittle down to it and then like the last week was when I actually sat down and did like more more time each day to to get into a polished spot and then at the end of it before like the the day or two before I was supposed to submit it I was starting to play around with like other stylistic things that I could do with it so I added like a half tone pass on top of some of the parts of it mm-hmm. um, I was gonna originally try to do some 2D effects like hand draw them and then like stick them in the scene but then I found uh, a pack that had pretty much the exact style that I wanted online so I bought that and used That's that cool. for, for the project and yeah. so that worked out so in the end um, I had like pretty pretty good pacing without breaking myself over it and then I was able to ha- afford myself extra time just to really get it to exactly how I wanted it mm-hmm. so, really I like that well it's you put a half tone pattern on the what was it the Mario the Wario or something yeah, or a Wario one well is it yeah. your real but I don't see it on your Instagram version but it, yeah so the Wario one I re-rendered that Wario with the halftone uh, f- for the real because originally it was like the, oh, the 9 okay. by 16 right but one, but I like that that one so much that I added it to my actual real and like updated the materials and made it like less shiny right I like this triangle one you did too here uh, more recently, a few yeah, that ago. one that one was a lot of fun. I liked adding the uh, the grayscale gorilla materials. I was going to ask, <laughs> yeah, the the clay dough materials. Now, how much of those materials is displaced? I mean, is there a lot of displacement in that? Like, or like all oh, the fingerprints, yeah. the, you know? The models are are very smooth. Like they're they're just like straight models. I I still model them in VR, but there is no like bumpiness happening, except for maybe on the the melty looking dude on the the like the right the turquoise one mm-hmm. uh but yeah otherwise that's all uh display some apps and then i've been playing more recently with with signal to make it kind of move and have that stop motion effect because ej had the tutorial of how he did that with his with his frog character right and then i recently discovered a way to well i'm gonna back up for a second so in houdini there is a way to stick generated noises and like triplanar stuff to a model even as it's animating so you have like a base position mm-hmm. and then it um whatever that base position is like what the the material will stick to and so i was able to figure out a way to do that in cinema because there's not like an obvious way to do that and what i found is if you like i would use i try this with my the link character that's just flopping around because that's just an alembic file 
And so what I did was I took a still of that, like mm-hmm. the first frame of that, applied materials to that model, and then used the Alembic file to mesh deform the static one. Mm-hmm. And so it would keep the oh. whatever the materials were projected to that oh. model. Mm-hmm. But then it would carry out throughout the actual animation instead of doing that weird thing where like it looks like the model is kind of passing through the noise mm-hmm. right and and that was after i posted the the zelda one <clears throat> so i went back and tried that because i wanted to do like a clay material for that too um but i was i was getting frustrated and couldn't find like the right way to do it so i just gave up and posted it as it was uh <laughs> but now i know how to do that and i'm really it's, happy that i can could, use that you, for future stuff could you use that technique to do something like um like you know when you remesh something in volume builder and it doesn't keep all of its properties you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. you know you'll remesh sure. something you'll throw something through a, a volume builder right mm-hmm. and oh, just yeah, like yeah. you lose all the all the materials right just it, it, you'd have to oh. remap it yourself or or whatever right mm-hmm. so then like could you use that technique to remap materials I know there's a way to do it. I know Chris Schmidt said he figured out a way to do it, but it's super complicated. I didn't know if that was the same thing, mm. but it could be. Yeah. Um, the the technique that I'm using though is more specific to like triplanar mapping and uh, like noises, so nothing that's oh. that's UV dependent. So I don't know if it'd work in that case. Yeah. Um, unless unless there is a way that you can like project UVs to a new mesh there, there, there might be a way actually Maybe. i'm not sure yeah yeah and this clay i love the clay i need to play with yeah. the clay that's yeah. so fun yeah. uh, i'm having a lot more fun with it and it's just kind of like calling back to what i talked about at the beginning was like my my interest in animation and art started with Wallace and Gromit and now I'm kind of bringing more of that like claymation yeah, right. style yeah or trying to be, bring more of that claymation style back into it Right, um, and that's also why I like to make all my characters very colorful because it yeah. harkens back to that too. Well, that's if cool. they're very, <laughs> we have this inside. Jo- See, I do. I am part of an inside joke. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Matt and I have this inside joke uh-huh. uh, stemming from something really obscure that on a DVD I have from years ago. But somebody will start to say something and say it's very, and we'll be like, well. <laughs> If it's at least it's, I don't know if it's very <laughs> nice. <laughs> there was, still t- actually, if you go and watch uh, the Dallas uh, show, <laughs> do you do uh, it in there? Well, someone says, someone says, you know, it's very, and then you can see Dave and I make eye contact. <laughs> yeah, and we did we did it earlier in the day too. Someone was on stage and I was like working, and mm-hmm. I turn around and I see Matt like across the room staring at me. Well, it's very. <laughs> Both, it's very. Uh, that just reminds me of like the the meme where it's it's the the balloon Mario and Luigi just look, like, looking at each other with the bug eyes. Have you seen mm-hmm. that? I think yeah. so. Is that yeah. the? Is that the? Uh, they're the same. Is that that one? No, it's it's oh. the one where it's like it's like two kids that, like are Gold trying dead. to pick out uh, like science partners and like you and your best friend looking. Oh other. right, it's it's that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. <clears throat> they're well, still well, on this they're still on this Apple Watch thing. I know. Give me, give me some VR, man. 
talking yeah. about. How, how do you yeah. feel right now? Logging your emotions? I don't need Apple to know how I'm logging my emotions. That's what a therapist you know? is for. <laughs> Dude, like, and some of the, there's some of these new AI apps and stuff that I, I'm, I'm getting about to go off tangent, you know, mm-hmm. where they're like taking your conversations. Dave, we did this the other day. You added this into our Zoom call, uh-huh. our OGRAF Zoom call, and it yeah. takes the conversation and it like says how like happy it is, how negative it is, you know, and I'm just like, I don't like that. That's, you don't like that at yeah. all. It's called read, yeah. and you, you put it into your Zoom, and it will make you like a to-do list. Here's a summary of the call. Here's what everybody needs to do. Here's the general consensus on the overall tone like, of the meeting, how much people I mean, were paying attention. imagine how, like, they're taking, they've got to be, like, mining you know, taking the, that, the mining that information, you know? I don't know. There's some privacy stuff on it, actually, because if you're having private meetings, you got to keep that private, you know, so I don't know. Here's a question, though. Can can you trick the AI with another AI? So can you like you like it said, like how much is paying how many people are paying attention in the meeting? Mm -hmm. Could you use that other AI thing where it like tracks your eyes and your eyes are always working? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. You're like, wow, Matt was really attentive today. What is he? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's the NVIDIA thing. <laughs> if the... you wear glasses with eyeballs on them. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's funny. So funny. What if you don't have your video on at all? See, people just start doing that. They just start making assumptions. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Tracking your emotions. Here's the thing. Apple is pretty locked down with all the things. Um, as far as security, I guess I would trust them more than some others, but I like the idea of being able to, you know, of course, besides the creepiness factor, if you get past that, I like the idea of being able to figure out, okay, well, I was in a bad mood that day because, you know, look how I ate the last four days before that, or I skipped my medication that day or whatever it is, right? Like I, you know, something, or you felt bad because you didn't, you know, because the allergies were up in your area and you didn't take a Zyrtec that mm-hmm. day. You know, God, I might kind of understand. right now. Yeah. yeah. But I could understand if you can go back and look at data and be like, look, you felt really good when you took your medicine five days in a row because right. you didn't sneeze all week. You know, it's right. You know, or I don't know, something like that. I mean, I don't need an app to tell me that my medication is working. Hmm. At least the one I use. That what you're talking about? I'm talking about Zyrtec. Oh, but like oh, like that, like feeling how you feel good versus like what the weather right. is, right? I haven't yeah, felt yeah. sick yeah, this week because I took my Zyrtec, or I right. feel really crappy and I have a stuffy nose, and it's like, well, you haven't taken Zyrtec in five days, dummy. Yeah, of course. I use also it to like track to meds, energy level, and stuff like that when you mm-hmm. take Zyrtec because it always right. makes me tired. You yeah. know. I just like being able to access my own data and be able to, you know, and maybe even put that in with some AI and stuff and let it figure out what makes me feel better. I mean, that's a positive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anything else before we get out of here today? We're we're gonna do. Uh, oh, we got to uh, do MoGraph. MoGraph recommend that before we go. Yeah. MoGraph recommends, and then maybe yeah. there'll be a, a AR headset by then. We'll see. Maybe. Um, yeah. I'd recommend so, do you think it's weird that they're like doing all this now, uh, like not live? Yeah, they're not doing it live. It's oh, like pre-recorded. pre-recorded. Yeah. Mm. Well, I just I also mean, wonder I what know. the engagement is like because at, at this point, like if like I would put all the 
like the VR stuff at the beginning, not wait for it at the end because I'm not interested in this stuff. <laughs> People just tweeted, "Get to the damn headsets." Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, well, that, that's that, true that, though. They always save my, it for one more yeah, thing. Yeah, it's their one that, one more thing. That's that's yeah. my recommends right now. Is uh, I recommend Apple hurry up with the the headset. Right. right. It's um, man. I would be. I would think it would be hilarious if there was no headset announcement. Oh gosh, that would there just might make not my be. Uh, might not be. Don't don't jinx it. They could be waiting till September because um, that is when Facebook is this fall is coming out with version three of their yeah. headset. You know, which kind yeah, of they've already me. announced it and showed it off, right? They have, and it kind of irks yeah. me because it's like, how is this any different from the really expensive pro version that you just put out? Right. You know, well, I guess we'll just have to play with the the Quest Three until then. All right, yeah. they're transitioning into another part of the show <laughs> right now. So Ooh, somebody's Studio. standing on stage. Oh, dark. oh my goodness! Oh. Are we gonna get it? Are we gonna get it? who's on stage? Is Did that introduce some amazing new Max? Is it Tim Apple? I'll do my my recommends after this. <laughs> yeah, I know because you know we're gonna be talking. It's already about been a big day. Time. Yeah, let me turn on nice. the subtitles. Yeah, one more thing, he said. One, one more thing. thing. Oh my there goodness! Oh my goodness! Bringing it to you live right here. That's right. <laughs> oh, make sure you man said reality. On. Here it is. I see it. Yeah. Welcome so we can just talk about party. it. Yeah, it's turned into yeah. a watch party, but wow, this is a big deal. So stupid. How do you know? You can quote me on that. Excited to announce an entirely new AR, AR platform, platform. With, with an a AR. Okay. Here it is. Product. Oh, but it's just it a platform. Oh, with a revolutionary new product. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's the here's the outline. I'm going to show it. Don't take me down. Don't take me oh, down. Okay. There they are. There they are. Okay. I'm it's not like going to get taken gone. down by by YouTube here. <laughs> I'll just flash into the screen every once in a while so people can see it. Four wow. cameras. That you thing is going to get no. scratched as hell. What do you mean? Well, because there's giant glass on the front. It's got a dial. It's it's, it's the Apple uh, Gorilla Glass or whatever they use. It's is got it? a dial like Probably. a watch. There's some very great 3D animation going well, on, by the way. Well, if it's very. <laughs> look at this very good 3D animation. Mm. And I'm back. Only a couple seconds at a time, y'all, so we don't get busted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can oh, see it's got through a wire. it. You can see. Oh, we knew it was through in. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, that's 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 the AR. That's part. the point, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's gonna be so <sighs> Shut up and take my money. Uh, seamlessly yeah. blending the real world. Doubt. Oh, interesting. Doubt. <laughs> he has a dog now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a dog now. Oh man, look, you can see your apps straight through. Mm. Straight through. Yeah, okay. and will, what's will the black wall on it? Yeah, will black pixels actually work on this? Yeah, is right. Like true right. color is it going to be like where black is just transparent on this? You what's only the... use your hands, no oh, controllers. That's stupid. Uh, no, I'm out. I'm out. Why? Oh man, look, your desktop and everything all around you. Th you can't type like this. There's a keyboard. It showed him yeah, with a keyboard. Like, come on. Watching I movies. Type correctly on a regular keyboard on my on my phone. Oh, thank God! I don't have to buy a TV now. I know. <laughs> I just want to be able to like flex on the water. Awesome. I want an empty room with all the things in my room, like this woman right here. You know, she's got all the things. Yeah. Just um, give me a bed. 
blends digital content into the space around us. So it's AR. Mm. Yeah. But I want to know, like, do but they you have really stuff? really think people are going to, like, walk around with these things on? Oh, not I until they're not. more portable. Not until they're more portable and, and smaller. But, you know, the Spatial way it's going to... Spatial computing. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Have you seen, like, those, uh, like, the protective goggles that they put on uh, dogs for certain tasks? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, chasing yeah. away geese? It looks like they're that. They're called doggles. D- doggle. <laughs> doggles. It's called the Vision Pro. That's the name Vision of it. Pro. Uh, That's interesting. The freedom to imagine, experience anything like we've ever created. It's like all the the buzzwords that they always right. do. Fully okay, three dimensional interface. Can I model on it? I mean, I'm seriously sure you can. Like okay. uh, the question is: is it is it completely see through the whole time, or does it like right? You know. Right. I don't yeah. know. It says I mean, it feels truly like, present in your room. Like, so it must have some good resolution because that's my first question. Yeah. Do you have to be wired in the whole time? Because a lot of those videos or like a lot of those videos they showed were uh, wired. wired. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's a battery. It's wired to the battery. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which is understandable, so it's not heavy on your face, because that is my biggest complaint about wearing... Mm-hmm. We take a bet on how much it's right going to cost? 3000 like a bug. $3,000? <laughs> It'll be twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think so. Six, That's what everybody's been guessing. Yeah. I doubt that they could get this under 2000 Sure. Don't you? Or, I mean, that would be pretty impressive. I would love that. Yeah. Nine ninety nine. Oh, is that your guess? That's my guess. I mean, that would be nice, but I mean, here's the thing: nine ninety nine. Like, are they going to try and compete with yeah, Facebook? Okay, look, they're like, like, okay, that that's getting darker, right? Yeah, the room was getting like, darker. Is ev- it, it does it actually get dark? Well, I think it could be. You could do it with something in that glass. You could make that glass. Good old Ted Lasso. You know, they have uh, the, you know, that kind of glass that'll get darker when you add an electrical current to it. Mm. You know, they have variable lens, uh, variable like ND filters and stuff. Oh, you can yeah. control how immersed you are with oh, the dial. The light went out. <laughs> oh, did you, did you just turn down your, your VR goggles? Yeah. So you can control how immersed you are with a, cr- a digital crown. Yes, but like so it goes to full VR with the digital crown. No. So you you blend the real world. Okay, so if these people want. are pushing this so much, why aren't they wearing them? Because hmm? they're yeah, doing see, a presentation. Let's, let's, let's see the the let's real demo. Yeah, I I do hope though that they have. God, we're gonna like, see people like, walking out around the streets with these stupid things on, <laughs> and their faces. Yeah, Con, like Con says, it looks like more like the Hololens. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's way too big to to wear out in public. It's no different than playing VR with a, an Oculus. It's just that. Yeah, but like I, I'm you've got the mixed you, reality. Just give me a controller to use so I can model properly in it. I, I want to see what modeling is going to be like on that. Well, if if it's even going to be on this platform. But I'm sure you could use a mouse and keyboard with this, right? 
like curious if you'll be able to what if it's going to be like oh yeah you can see your desktops but it's mac only you won't be able to see your pc well desktop. that's my thing i'm like well can <laughs> i use this with anything else new computer and you're like i won't even be able to use these with my computer <laughs> right you know yeah i you know i wonder what i'm sure they'll show gaming and stuff on it you know i think they look um, kind of cool I'm waiting for them to show some of that stuff because right now it's just screens. Yeah. It's just plain media and screens. And you can do that right now with the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Yeah. Another foundational design goal. Oh, is you're never isolated from people around you. <clears throat> See, what I want to know is like if somebody else has one of these, can they sit in the room with you and make it mm-hmm. look like they're sitting on the chair or the couch, you know? Uh, oh, it displays your eyes. Ew. Is it projecting your eyes? The, the eyes, the eyes through the screen, kind of looked. Uh, That's creepy. Like fake. Oh, okay. So it's not see through. It's projecting your eyes through a screen. I don't want that. That is so weird. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm with it now. I got it. No. <laughs> Wait, you like? You're into it because of that? Yeah, dude. Like I, th- I, well, I was thinking that it was like a, uh, like a, like that it was see through. You know, I thought it was too. Yeah, I thought it was see through. I think I, yeah, that's what I'm still not sure. You know, uh, is it or not? Because it seems no, like it would be better if it were see through. But are they projecting your entire room back into the display? I, I think they're they're using those cameras and they're projecting it back into your your stuff. You know, so there's just a screen on the front just to display yep. your eyeballs. Yep, there's a screen just to display. That's why that glass is there, and that it's, adds two thousand dollars to the price tag. That adds two thousand right. dollars to the price tag. Yeah, that these people's iPhone. eyes are too oh big. <laughs> You see the guys' eyes? They're They're huge. They look don't look right. They look like he has double sized eyeballs. (laughs) Everybody's gonna go. I'll just put some googly eyes on. Then there's gonna be apps. Then there's gonna be apps that let you change what people see. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. my eyes but they're like slightly cockeyed or something like that. <laughs> or they look in like red it's like you've got a lazy eye yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> or when you shake your head they just rattle around they just google oh man these are my i i'm oh, sorry i've got cookie monster eyes settings on <laughs> yeah i forgot sorry guys oh, but see no. i still haven't seen anything besides just like screens where yeah, are and, the apps like, they're Do all the games work like, with it they're they're showing there's no way the quality of what you're seeing is as good as like that background that's you know? my question like yeah. and that's why i thought that it was actually nice if you could see through like right see through because then at least that stuff looks real but i still what's the resolution on don't the, know the screen like is it 4k right. is it 8k yeah could that's have... gonna be a question Let's see what what I wish is that they just had like a high, higher resolution for the actual thing you're looking at and just get rid of the front screen altogether. Man. Right. That front this screen is, thing, what a waste of it's 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 not it's it's not gonna succeed. It's not gonna succeed. I just don't like, see anything more than what Quest is doing so far, and it's taking yeah. them so long. Right. It's taken them years to get to this, right? So oh, there you go. There, 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 there's your virtual keyboard right there. 
I yeah, just and don't like. But no, I'm not using a virtual keyboard. keyboard. No, I, I I like the the tactility oh, of yeah. like holding onto a tool that I'm using. Right. But can you do both? The little the nubs on the F and J keys. I know where I am at all times. But mm-hmm. if I could have a mouse and keyboard on the desk and be able to see these screens, yeah, absolutely. That would be cool. Because then you could like okay, add extra use, screens and... Okay, you there you go. You can use your trackpad. Yeah, okay. No, but only oh, on your Mac, dude. Sorry. I'm down. Yeah, oh, I know, oh my, right? Oh my God. Can you can you like use an Apple Pencil to like sketch in VR? Ah. Oh, sweet. That would be sweet. Yeah. Well, I don't see anything besides these dang screens, though. Oh, they're editing in, you know, whatever their app is that they think people still use. Well, by the M2 Max. See, look, they're editing with it. But, like, hmm. I don't know. It's just screens. Like, show something else. Like, show some, like... Yeah. So show some need... games, show people interacting with stuff. They've showed nothing. I need to see... Uh... Congratulations, you can che- now check your email in an entirely new way. That's the thing. If it's just for working, like, it's great when you're traveling. Well, I guess in the hotel you could bring all your screens up. That'd be kind of nice. But I can't wait to play Fortnite with this. <laughs> but on what? <laughs> On your new on Mac Apple, Pro Tower on, you're on getting. The, on the Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> on the new cheese grater. Uh, they haven't really talked about like what it's interfacing with, though. Does FaceTime? it have a whole computer Oh, FaceTime now becomes spatial. Space well, time. again, How? again, oh, it's, okay. it's people They're floating They're not actually in, space in there. It's just... <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. And if this is all they, it is... What do they, what do they show? What are they seeing? Are they just seeing an avatar of the person? That's a good question. What you know, do they see? Well, no, it's, you can you can see your eyes in the. So they're just like a close up of your eyeball. Your eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, what are they seeing? <laughs> That's a good question. Do you set up your phone? I, I don't really answer that. Yeah, I'm interested, but I need to see more. Like, I need to actually yeah. try it out or something. Well, while they're getting to something good, why don't we finish up MoGraph recommend? Yeah. Real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't recommend <laughs> this just yet. This yeah. is a yes. This is TBD. All right. Well, we'll do we'll do a power round on this to get through. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Favorite movie. Uh, favorite movie. Uh, I loved Wreck-It Ralph when it came out. Yeah, it was all such right. a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I I watched that in theaters several times. More yeah. more than I'd like to admit. All right. Uh, but how about uh, what? I said, did what? you enjoy the second one? Oh, the second one. I liked it. Yeah. 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 It was good. What about favorite music? Favorite music. Uh, I love the the city pop, future funk genre. So I listen to a lot of uh, Englewood, Flamingosis, uh, Bureaucratic. Yeah, Englewood's great. Um, bureaucratic, Funk Mammoth, uh, Brock Berrigan, which I know you're familiar with. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yes. The, 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 the intro music to the song. The intro to the show. Uh, yeah. What about favorite TV show? Oh, favorite TV show. Um, honestly, Ted Lasso right now. Uh, mm. You know, it just it just finished up. I you finished I, it. Yeah, I I okay. thought it, I finished it last night. I liked it. I liked I liked it. It ended it. exactly how I thought it would end. Yeah, 
you know there were no surprises there was nothing it was just you know there i like okay yeah, I, was, I was very happy with guys this has a 3d camera a 3d camera it it will record videos with a 3d camera and let you watch them back in 3d that's what it said like you're mm. right back in the moment now that See, is something to, i could you know you oh good it, so you i have, have to, wear... to wear a headset while right. i'm recording video of my children well here's the thing they'll build this into the next iphone that comes out this year yeah Mm-hmm. For sure. They'll build it in with the LiDAR and all the things. But yeah, look, he's like, you're going to wear that. Well, okay. But I, I do like the fact that you can go back and watch it. I'm trying not to show too much on the screen so we don't get yeah. taken down. Yeah. But um, what if you want to like go all the way behind the 3D video? Is it just like stretched? Yeah, I know. Like stretched yeah. projected textures. <laughs> it's a cool concept, you know, uh, Oh, I can't I don't know. wait to get a LaCroix out the fridge with my Apple Vision Pro. This was a super mm. super cool concept seven years ago. <laughs> right, but everybody's already doing this. I don't see anything new except maybe yeah. that 3D video stuff. But we don't... But I, mm. you know. All right, next one on the list. So uh, you can now sit in your room by yourself looking like a zombie. <laughs> and watching TV. I do that without a, do that without a headset. All right, favorite podcast besides uh, ours, the, the MoGraph no, podcast. Besides I, I actually, ours, I, doubt I, I don't listen to it. I don't listen to a ton of podcasts, um, mm-hmm. but when I do, um, <laughs> not quoting anyone in particular, um, I've listened to uh, with my girlfriend. There's a podcast called Trash Taste, which okay. is it's a couple of YouTubers who are living in Japan that just, I think. I think if I remember right, the initial concept of it was to talk about anime and stuff like that, but it really just ends up being like a general conversation about life and living in Japan and just like other stuff that's on their mind. So that would be probably the one that I listen to the most right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, favorite plugin, not a render engine. Favorite plugin. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send 3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low budget first time filmmakers to A listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, Tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, Your source, source for all things indie film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. I don't use a ton of plugins, actually. <laughs> well, that's it's, 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 it's weird. Yeah. Um, you want to rely I mean, too much on plugins. Well, yeah. My, my thing with using plugins is I love to use them for my own stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to actually... Uh, like using it across a team and not everyone has the same plugins then it just gets like confusing and kind of bogs that down uh 
plugins. Um, there was one that I used. Oh, it's a it's a really simple plugin, but um, it's one that I used for the the tool farm commercial that I did mm-hmm. with the with the little with the ball going around the Halo level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still have um, to show you that. Yeah, yeah. It's called. It's just called Roll It, I think. And all it is is just you you put this tag on an object and. As you move it around, it'll do all the calculations for you as far as like having mm. something rolling across. That's the nice. It's, that's it's, really it nice. Was, it was really helpful. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, you can oh, watch you can 3D movies. You can watch 3D movies like Avatar and stuff on it. That's cool. Because you can never go back and watch 3D movies after they're out of the theater unless you have yeah. that setup that nobody has. Mm-hmm. You know? All right, next one on the list. Favorite app muscle memory go-to app you're on your phone and it's probably instagram honestly okay mm-hmm. yeah that's, uh, that's the one i that's the, that's the one i go to the most anyway video game <sighs> right now it's gonna be zelda tears of the kingdom yeah okay yeah um if i were to say like favorite of all time um zelda tears of the kingdom no uh, <laughs> oh bob Iger from disney's coming on what talk about 3d movies smart park gonna uh, be there too chris says yo bro i heard you like 3d so i put 3d in your 3d <laughs> disney 100 is this even about the headset or is this something different i don't know they're gonna uh, uh some sort of fun thing yeah maybe uh favorite video game of all time that would have mm-hmm. to be paper mario on the n64 Nice. I have I have a lot Paper of Paper Mario fan. I have a lot of fond memories of that game. I I love the the stylistic approach they took with it. I love uh-huh. that it was a Mario game that didn't have just the same toads and and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. like it had that, but then it had so many other characters in there that were like different that you wouldn't really see in another game except for like the the one that they had on GameCube. Mm-hmm. But yeah, OG Paper Mario on the the N64. All right. All time favorite. Yeah. And then this is the tough one. This is your favorite life hack. It can be something like goofy or something like serious. Oh, favorite life hack. Um, yeah. So I don't know if I have a favorite one, but the one I did most recently was um, how to like put uh, picture frames on a wall, especially ones that have like two like picture That's frames and shelves. Yeah. So what you do is you like you put tape on the back and then you like poke holes where the actual screws will go mm-hmm. and then you put that tape on the wall so you know exactly how spaced apart they are and then you can mm-hmm. just like do your your balancing and measuring from there and then you just drill straight into the tape and you pull it off when you're done and then the stuff will hang on there perfectly that's a good one i saw another yep. hack for that at some point but i don't remember what it was i don't know mm-hmm. uh Gosh, how much money did they have to pay in order to get disney to get on board with this you know yeah wow so they're bringing like full-blown experiences huh yeah so you know what hmm. they're advertising oh they're not they're showing they, they're showing people playing basketball on your table yeah they yeah but what's what's it actually going to take to create here, these kits though? here is the biggest yeah. problem that i have found with some of these tech companies when it comes to VR is that they are going to over promise and under deliver like the ideas that like these people come up oh yeah this would be so great but you're not going to get 
the people, you're not going to get your average person buying this and using it in this way that they're talking about. That right there, right. that's cool. That's a niche little thing that you could do right. and enjoy for like it's three It's a parlor seconds. trick. Right. It's a it, parlor it, trick. Right. right. And it also you know? depends on like the studios that are like working on this kind of stuff too, like what they're actually going to offer for a hundred percent these types of experiences. You think Disney just built out an entire VR section to be able to do all this stuff? No, they just laid off tons and tons of people. You know? Right, these are just concept videos they're showing. So it's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Hasn't happened yet? It's, it's like okay, cool. Yeah. Now, whatever. Yeah, I'm I unsure. Could be wrong. At Make this me point. wrong. Prove me wrong. Prove me you know, wrong. I hope I am proven wrong because, you know. We'll see. Whatever. Did they do a the price holodeck. point? Just give me the holodeck. Did they, they haven't done a price point. They haven't we, yet. We can't finish the show until we get a price point. <laughs> uh, okay, Disney so Plus will be available on day one. Okay. <laughs> day one. When I look at Vision Pro. June I, next year. So when yeah. I look at the Vision Pro on Google, I get uh, Vision Pros, 20% off for new customers, prescription renewal sale, contact us. Oh, oh, <laughs> somebody's Google food just got ruined. Yeah. Somebody's really upset about that right now. <laughs> All right. I think Tim is back and he's going to give us a price on this. Calling we're it the Vision the show. Pro, does that mean that there's going to be a Vision just by itself? It's going to be the, the Vision... What, what was and the iPhone? What was the the cheaper iPhone they called it? Like the iPhone C or something like that? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Vision C. The Vision C. But it's spelled S E E. Yeah, and like Garrett says here in the chat, if they can't scale down the size, that's the thing. It looks goofy. If we yeah. can just get this in regular glasses, absolutely, I'll give them a yeah. try. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know if I've seen enough today to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I kind of want to try it. I kind of want to like put one on and see what the resolution looks like i want i mean i'm sure you'll be able to go to a you know yeah. a store and try it out maybe it doesn't really do anything for what i want to do with it right now right unfortunately I know. I it looks really expected cool, more i expected more besides I, this is exactly what i expected They've just been doing so much in the way of AR in the past with all the games and tabletop stuff. It's like, is that stuff available right away? That glass in the front is going to get in the way of the, uh, if it's going to to mess up the sensors, you know, and the cameras and stuff like that. Mm. What do you mean? Well, say, for example, that gets scratched, you know, is that the sensors are the cameras. The, the cameras are right. at the bottom it. of the glasses. At the bottom yeah. of the yeah. glasses, with glass over it, you accidentally scratch up your stuff. It's going to mess oh. up the depth sensors, you know? Yeah, I mean, but that could happen on anything, right? I See, mean, now they're yeah, showing but, how it's made. but mm. Like, there's no stats on how heavy it is. There's no right. stats on how much it costs. Like, that's I mean, what sure I want to see. They'll just throw it out there right at the end. Right at the end. Anyway, how much we should just end the, end the show. Yeah, I was hoping we'd have and then we'll a price. Just hang out. And we'll yeah, let's, right. let's just do that. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll we'll all hang out in the uh, the after party of uh, yeah. Discord. <laughs> after party. All right. Well, let's do that yeah. then. David, we're out of here. Find you. Oh yeah. Uh, everywhere in social media, it's it's Mellomograph. M e l l o Mograph. Not M e l l o W because that's a different person. Not that guy. No, not that guy. Means that's an imposter. It's us. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to get out of here. Make sure you rate us on iTunes. You can review, uh, re- do a review. 
uh, online and uh, let people know what you think about the show. Make sure that you uh, say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt by purchasing the MoGraph T, the Feel the Bab, Paul Bab shirt, 2020. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders, the Render Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee, the MoGraph blandishment shirt, and the That Render is Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear ironically. Bless your shams. Unless you're shams. Bless your shams. And uh, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash MoGraph, MoGraph.com slash live to check out live shows, and MoGraph.com slash TV if you want to watch 24-7 animation and live streams and MoGraphy stuff and stuff about Cinema 4D and talk shows about MoGraph and other things. Mm -hmm. It's not just us, although there is a lot of us. There's other shows on there as well, so check it out. Turn it check out the knob off. Check out the DAT tour coming to a city near you. Go to yes. dat.com. Nashville, make sure that you join us. Uh, get your ticket at go to dat.com. G O T O D A T.com. Get a ticket. A sign up. Supple cable. <laughs> yeah. Watch. Uh, like come see Andrew Kramer, though. Come see Andrew Kramer. Yeah. And, and wear, your, wear your new headset. I'm sure he won't <laughs> think you're weird at all. I guarantee you that this is going to come out until, like, a couple months. I would say the fall. Are they going to give us a... No, they're going to go into the technology. Oh, my gosh. The (laughs) longest. We've done an entire show, and they're still going. Yeah. Yeah. Even though uh, Andrew's going to be there, I will unfortunately not be there. So there's no need to, to, you know, content fill me away or turn me into a cat or Mm a stack of donuts. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, I think I said all the things already. So uh, here's the display. Oh, okay. Hold on. We got to know the display. How many? Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's going to know by the time this comes out yeah, anyway. But I know if you There's haven't a huge been watching, number of pixels. Mm-hmm. I that is that could be that could be a, a good selling point though. So yes, yes. You, you know, oh, tell us That's about cool. it. Mm-hmm. Sixty-four pixels. In the space Whoa. of a single phone pixel, a single iPhone pixel. Wow! And those Ooh. iPhone pixels are pretty tiny. Twenty-three million pixels across. Yeah, two but what's panels. that? What is that? Across two, or each one? Across two, more pixels That's... than a four K TV for each eye. Okay. So, how many Ks is it? Is it eight K? I don't know. Is it one mil? <laughs> I mean, technically, it's probably close to eight K, if that's the case. But that might also be the price. Oh, we have that that pancake lens technology that was a, a thing with the the Quest Pro. Hmm. Yeah, they're not going to say it. Can I see it. my reflections on a lake? They're they're <laughs> not gonna they're not gonna say it. They're not gonna say it. So we're gonna get out of here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Dave. All right. I'm Matt, and I'm other Dave. <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> Later, yo. <laughs> Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SIGGRAPH, HalfRes, and local meetups. (laughs) 
Armograph Talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. Can you get that render done? Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.